0: Is it a good time to trim dead stuff out of your shrubs and trees? Well, what do you think? Hi, everybody. Welcome to this edition of Ask the Garden Geek. My name is Michael and I am the chief geek in charge right here. And yes, it is a wonderful time of year to start doing that trimming before we get terribly into summer. We're at at the end of spring now. Now, I'm in Florida where it's 95 degrees today, which was like really hot. But I'm telling you, this is still time for us to be doing trimming. As a matter of fact, I uh, I had a guy, I had a guy out doing some trimming in one of my oak trees that I would like to tear down, but the city will not let me. So he was up there trimming some dead stuff out just yesterday, and uh, I spent about $350, and he trimmed a bunch of dead stuff out, made things look nice, I think made the tree safer. Uh, Took one branch that was looking really bad off. And he said, you know, we need to get a permit and get this tree down. I said, I agree. But, you know, uh, the city, I, you know, they're just really difficult. So we keep taking the tree down a little bit by time, a little bit. And eventually there'll be no tree left simply by trimming it, I guess. I don't know. Uh, You know, trees next to houses, not my favorite things. Trees in the forest love them dearly what can i say i also did some trimming myself on a bunch of oh you know shrubs i my hibiscus i went and trimmed it back really really far as a matter of fact ex-wife number 2 was just flabbergasted when she saw how much i had trimmed off of it she goes oh my gosh you know one of the things i liked about my hibiscus which is right by my front door by the way is that it hid the, uh, the the stuff I got from Amazon from people walking down the street. Well, now that's not the case because I trimmed it way way back. But we're going into a pretty intense you know growing system or season, and I know it's going to come back healthier and wonderful. My next door neighbor went about his uh, viburnum odoratissimums really big, and he was very worried. He says, oh, man, is any of this going to grow back?" I said, "It's all going to grow back." It is absolutely all going to grow back. I said, you could go back further if you want to on these. You could go back much further if you want to. And he's thinking about it. I told him, I had viburnum Motor Tissimums on my side yard. They were just so unruly and just so, you know, I just got tired of mixing, messing with them. This is at the old house. I went out there with a chainsaw. These things were six feet, six and a half feet tall. And I took them down to two feet tall. And they were just gone. There were still leaves coming out, and I got to tell you, they grew back thicker and lusher and nicer, and they were just very, very, very healthy. I was over there picking my daughter up, who is now living with my ex-wife, and she's just thrilled about that. Not, nah. uh, but I went over there to pick her up to to go run some errands today, and I looked at the viburnum hortensium that have not been trimmed since I moved out of there. And I'm, um, I am bought this house 13 years ago. And they look terrible. I mean, absolutely terrible. The neighbor on the other side kind of keeps them topped off, but they really need a big trimming. But I'm not going to say anything, you know, just, just the way it is. I also today <clears throat> advised a uh, friend of mine uh, who had azaleas that were growing just totally, they had just gone nuts over the winter. And we're just totally unsightly. And I said, feel free to trim those back now. Trim them back by a third, which is generally my rule when trimming back is trim back by a third, unless, of course, I break that rule, which I never used to do. I never, ever, ever used to do that. Until years ago, my late mother just started doing it all over the place around her landscape. She just trimmed back by half all the time. And I said, Mom, you're only supposed to do a third. She goes, I'm your mother. I can do what I want. I said, okay, but you're only supposed to go, I know, but this is going to be fine. I've been doing this longer than you've been alive. I said, okay. And she was right. So I'm kind of, you know, I'm going to tell you that one third is the generally accepted rule, but I have been going further than that for years now, for absolute years now. And it's worked for me, but I'm telling you, because I don't want any liabilities here, never more than a third is just fine and, and when I do trimming yeah, trimming trimming on shrubbery I don't know what trimming is but trimming on shrubbery the very first thing I do is I go in with my hand clippers and I remove all of the dead wood and you know you'd be surprised after winter there's a bunch of it once you you know now even up north the the new growth is starting to come out but there's a lot of dead wood in there it is so important to get that out of there So I take that out first, then I start doing shaping after that. And how do I do shaping, you say? I will tell you how I do shaping. I, first of all, you know, my old Gil Witten, you know, the late Gil Witten taught me this a million years ago. I stand back, I look at the plant, I imagine it how I want to be, and then I walk up on the plant and I just slowly start working on it. And I do a little bit, then I walk back, I look at it, do a little bit, walk back, and that's how I do it. It's a lot of doing a little bit, walking back and looking at it, and then going back and doing a little bit more. It moves along pretty, you know, pretty quick, and it actually gets to be a relaxing thing, pruning and trimming back. I kind of enjoy it. I don't use, I have power uh, shrub trimmers that I rarely use except on, well, like if, you know, when I had viburnums, I would use that to top off the viburnums uh, most of the time because I had a lot of them. But if I didn't have a lot of them, like, you know, the shrubs I have around here, I don't have a lot of one of anything. I do it all by hand, and uh, I just go in and just trim all by hand, and and that works for me. I like that. It's more relaxing. Uh, I had at – I remember at my late mom's house, uh, she had legustrums on one fence, and there was a lot of them. And I would go over there with, with my power trimmers and just – saw them off, you know, to flatten them out, to make them look nice. Took me five minutes. If I were to go in there with handles, I'd be there for two and a half hours. And I would rather be at, when I was at mom's house, I'd rather be at, in her kitchen eating her chocolate chip cookies instead of out trimming, you know, her lacustrums. So that was my philosophy on that. You know, if you have a lot to do, do everything you can to make it easy. If not, take your time. You know, even if you have a lot and you have the time and you want it to look right, Go by hand. But if you have a lot and there's other things in life that you want to do, use the power ones and you just go from there. Now, I have a friend who is now a retired horticulturist, never used a power trimmer in his life. And he managed some rather large properties, rather very large properties. And he would never, ever, under any circumstances, ever use power equipment on his shrubs, ever. It was all done by hand. And he had employees. He had a lot of employees. And they all just couldn't figure out. But nope, he had it all done by hand. And I got to tell you, the property looked it. It was a resort, and it looked it. It was absolutely, phenomenally wonderful. He is now retired, and I've been dying to drive down that way and look to see what they're doing. And I will. I will, I will get down to check on that to see if they've switched to power or if they're doing it all by hand. Myself, I like doing it by hand, but if I have a lot to do, I am not adverse to taking the power hedge trimmers and going out there and getting the job done and making it look nice and all of that. And everything's wonderful. What do you do with the clippings from the shrubs as you take them out? Here's what I do. If there's a lot of them, I haul them away. If there's not a lot of them, I let them drop and let them turn brown biodegrade go into the soil become an organic form of nitrogen and become bioactive in the soil but if there's a lot of them you can clog things up so you you just kind of go by ear a little bit goes a long way but uh, a lot can smother can absolutely smother so that's how you do that here's another thing let's talk about mulch shall we talk about mulch because i get asked this all the time i am not a big mulch person Used to be used to be a big believer in mulch. used to spend a lot of money on mulch, and then and then, as I started hanging out with commercial growers, and I'm talking about commercial growers of shrubbery who, you know, first they start out and they grow shrubs in containers and then go on from there, and then they plant them in the ground to let trees grow taller. They don't mulch. And I say, "Why don't you mulch because we want?" all of the natural activity from the soil going in there. There's a lot of natural things that happen and you have most plants that are in soil, their feeder roots are up at the top one to half inch of soil. If you have mulch in there, that mulch is going to suck out the nitrogen. I have seen, uh, citrus trees that are mulched in that do not produce citrus or produce a few here and there, and it tastes terrible. You remove that mulch from citrus, and then it starts producing fruit marvelously. Same with apples, uh, any type of fruit. No mulch, better tasting fruit. Well, I'm the same way with shrubs. No mulch, better flowers, better everything. So I'm not a big mulch person. I am, you know, if you don't want to use Roundup, then go in there with a little hoe and hoe out all of the weeds, or do what I do: use glyphosate, the active ingredient of in Roundup.